0: Hello, Dodger fans. It, it was an exciting weekend for the Dodgers. A uh, nice sweep of the Braves, and this is a Dodger 360 wrap. Let's talk all about it.
1: You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. From
0: that star up in the sky, from that mountain people high, hey, I made it. Mm, I'm the world's greatest. There is a little nod to the late, great uh, Muhammad Ali. If you saw the Will Smith, uh, Michael Mann, Ali movie, that song is from the soundtrack. And uh, we got uh, Mike Connolly coming in here soon off of Skype. And uh, we need to talk about this nice sweep of the Braves, something the Dodgers should have done. Uh, They handled their business at home. Hopefully they handle it again against the Rockies. Before we head into San Francisco this weekend, big series up there could really swing. Uh, could really swing the division. Mike, can you hear me?
1: Sure can. You got me, Joshua. I got gotcha. you. Nice dude, coming to you live from Canton, Massachusetts. Here we've been celebrating all day. My niece's graduation, Erin Marie Martin. We've been having fun here, and uh, you know I'm gonna say, uh, you know I'm. Uh, You know, maybe not operating at full capacity, but, you know, I think I can probably (laughs) play one in left field now that we're down a couple with uh, Carl Crawford and Alex Guerrero getting their walking papers.
0: Yeah, I think uh, that that to me is the big news, even bigger than sweeping the Braves, is uh, Alex Guerrero and Carl Crawford both designated for assignment.
1: Hey man, I love it. That's, you know, I mean, we've been talking about it all year. How there's nowhere at bats in left field for Kyle Crawford, and I'm glad they realized that, despite how much he's owed on the books. You know.
0: Yeah, he's still owed 35 million. So if uh, if they could work out a trade, which I doubt, uh, you know, they'd have to pay him out. And Guerrero's still owed I owed, I believe, about 20 million, right? Somewhere oh. in there, 15 to 20, somewhere in that range. <laughs> Uh, do you so, know better than I. Do?
1: So I, the, the Crawford thirty-five million is over the next two years. Is that what it is? Yes, it is.
0: It is over the next two years.
1: <laughs> Who on earth dumped that contract on the Dodgers?
0: <laughs> hey, you know what? Though we we gave up nothing in return and got Gonzo at least in that trade. So it's not you too get bad. Gonzo, <laughs> and you got a
1: no hitter out of Josh Beckett.
0: That's true. Actually, Beckett didn't pitch bad for the Dodgers when he came over. <laughs> yeah. And Crawford had that nice little run in what was it, uh, two thousand fourteen? The end of the season into the playoffs, he had a nice little run there. I think that was his best run on the Dodgers. Yeah. Where he, uh, I remember in the game where Uribe hit the uh, home run to send the Dodgers into the next round of the playoffs, he had two home runs in that game yeah. prior to, uh, to Uribe's home run. So uh, that was, I, I
1: can't <laughs> think of a lot of. Our Dodger fans, Joshua, are going to be able to recall such fond <laughs> memories of Kyle Crawford as quickly as you can. You must be doing your research. I love it. Uh, well, yeah, got to love the breeze coming to town. It's kind of like the Reds last week. It's just what the doctor
0: ordered, you know? It really was. I mean, uh, that was uh, sweet relief because you got, you, got tough, you got tough matchups. you got the Rockies who can hit and actually have some decent pitching this year. And then we head into San Francisco this weekend. Big series up there because with the Giants losing today, I mean, that could swing the West a little bit. You know, you take, uh, you take two out of three up there, all of a sudden you're only down, I think, two and a half games. Yeah. So, you know, this is a, this is a big stretch right here. NLS teams, I think we got Arizona following San Francisco. So this is a big stretch for the Dodgers. It's true. <laughs> and,
1: you know, before we look ahead, uh, Joshua, we got to look back. And I mean, this past week, you know, a big measuring stick series for the Dodgers so far this season going into Wrigley to face the Cubs. And, you know, you've got to think if they would take one out of three, it certainly wasn't going to be the casimir Arietta matchup.
0: No, you didn't think so. But uh, uh, Casimir pitched beautifully in that game. Just amazing. Today, he struggled in the first inning. After the first inning, he was fine today. Uh, but he did leave the game early with some uh, tightness. I believe in his hip. Uh, not expected to miss a start, but, you know, a little worrisome. But uh, against Arrieta, he pitched amazing. Although Arrieta pitched great, too. but and, uh, the Dodgers finally got to the bullpen there of the Cubs. First loss has had in the regular season in 24 starts that the team has had. In 24 starts. Wow. He had 23 straight wins. They had 23 straight wins as a team. That with guy's him. on a run. That's, I mean, just think, that's unbelievable. That... that just the luck the scoring I mean if Kershaw could get some scoring you know he'd have runs like that but they they can't score runs for him <laughs>
1: right well he just keeps shutting them out like uh, yesterday right yeah so.
0: <laughs> although yeah, yesterday only six innings yeah shortest outing since 2014 for you him. think you think they're trying to take care of him a little bit uh I I got to watch a little bit of that game and I watched the sixth inning when he struggled through I think he threw 27 pitches in that inning. His okay. His fastball was not working in that inning or in that game in general. That's why he wasn't getting some of the strikeouts. Fastball really wasn't working. I did feel he didn't get some calls. He had some nice pitches that should have been strikes in that game that they just were not. The ump was just not giving to him. I mean, that that happens to every pitcher. So, yeah. but uh that 6th inning he was he was laboring. He he did labor in that inning and they figured 96 pitches. It was only one nothing but the pen held it. The pen actually looked good in that game. And
1: that's great. And then you know, in ninety six pitches he's getting there. You know you gotta take care of him if you say he's he's not looking good.
0: Yeah, exactly. Especially what in May he had three complete games. So you're looking yeah. you know, you gotta preserve his arm a little bit.
1: It's true. And you know, we've been talking all week to you know, I mean all season till we're blue in the face, uh pun intended, about like the the, the, the bullpen and you know like Who's going to show up on a given week? But, you know, Dave Roberts, you know, even though he's a rookie manager, he knows as well as anybody bullpens go up and down in a 162-game season, you know. And the only way to get those guys that are going bad going good is to really still throw them some bones here in some high-leverage situations to really give that confidence a, a boost. Because, so I really think Dodgers fans take solace in the fact that it doesn't look like the Dodgers have played their best baseball at all yet this season. And there's still four games above 500 in the, in the hunt and winners of three in a row.
0: Yeah. And uh, to, like, to, uh, Lib- what I liked yesterday was Libertor came in and pit. You know, he only gave up that uh, in that Kershaw game last week. It's the only time he's given up a run, which um, I still objected to that and thought Jansen should have brought him into that game. But <laughs> at this point, what does it matter? But Libertor looked good. Uh, actually, you know who's been looking good is Casey, uh, was it Fine? Fiend? How do you say his name? Right. That's he's, why
1: you pick yeah. up, but yeah, I think, it's, I think it's Fiend
0: we're going. He's, he's looked good he, so far. I have to admit, knock on wood, the guys look good. Joe Blanton's still looking good. Um, you know, we got, uh, like, every, like you said, it's going to be hot and cold. You know, again, H- Hatcher came in today, gave up, I think, two or three runs today. I don't know what to do about Hatcher anymore. I think, I don't know about that, but there are some positives out of the bullpen right now. And Jansen is still Jansen. So exactly, exactly,
1: and that's big. Yeah, and you if, you have the luxury to really kind of figure things out a little bit with the rest of your bullpen when you have that, uh, you know, big stopper at the end.
0: Yeah, exactly. You know, and with uh, Casimir, I think coming around, uh, Maeda looked good uh, this uh, against the, the Braves. You know, it's um, we'll see. I mean, I I mean they ha- I think they have the third best ERA in the in baseball. However, that is skewed. Because if you take Kershaw out of the mix, I believe their ERA does shoot up to four. Wow. Whereas right now it's three something, but Kershaw brings that down to three something. Right,
1: right, so right. So if
0: you take him out, it's not as it doesn't look quite as good. I love that <laughs> stat, you know. If you take him out of there, yeah. If you take him out, I believe their ERA goes from about three point one four to four point one four. So I know I, somewhere like that. Wow. So you you know full run. Yeah, it's a it is it is a little skewed to say that they have the third best. ERA, and then I mean, it's true, but it's just you have to look at all the variables that go into it.
1: (laughs) Yeah, no question, no question. Um, I guess I mean, we have been playing kind of not the best competition at home lately, but I am excited, uh, you know, about how well the Dodgers are starting to play at home where they got off such a uh, bad start at the ravine starting off the season. So I am excited about that. Uh, I'm excited about my boy, Trace Thompson. I mean, with you losing Guerrero and uh, Crawford, they're two guys, you know, battling him for at-bats in that left field spot. And uh, it really kind of opens the door for him to really maybe, you know, have a few bad games and still not get at-bats taken away from him. Uh, we know we're going to see him in there against lefty, but now it looks like he's going to be in there full-time more often. And uh, y- you know you know, I love the kid. Oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, I think he's a good talent. And he's in 345, uh at home this
0: year and uh with Puig on the DL you know he's only going to get more at-bats so um and now uh you know it's going to open the door for Kike in left field Howie Kendrick I think is I think you're going to see a lot of Howie Kendrick in left field yeah Uh, I think that's uh I think that's where this is going up until Puig comes back and then I think we'll see more you know a little bit platoony maybe with Trace out there but uh oh, yeah, Trace got to have
1: the lockdown on the right field position as long as Puigs out.
0: Oh yeah, that's that's for sure. And you know, I mean the way Puig was hitting, I'm not terribly upset that he's out right now. I actually predicted that watch them score more runs now with him out of the lineup. I predicted that when they put him on the DL. Yeah. So so far I've been proven right. <laughs>
1: what, what what's his ailment? Uh, uh Joshua, forgive me.
0: Hamstring again. Same oh, issue he's been having. So, I mean, you we, don't want to play with hamstrings. No, like they're uh, – who is it on the Giants? Hunter Pence just went down with a torn hamstring. He's going to be out at least two months. Oh, boy. So hamstrings hamstrings are so tricky. They are. And, uh, you know, same issue he's had. Maybe uh, with Trace playing so well, it will give him time to heal and maybe maybe give him some rehab at bats down in the minors. Try to get his swing back into form because – I. He only can hit when his hands are extended. So, of course, everyone pitches him inside. Right. And, you know, I don't know what it is. He, he is. he just does not see the ball well. I don't know what that's about. He swings at a lot of bad pitches, and he's not Vlad Guerrero. He's not hitting them. Right. So they need to either A, tell him, you know what, forget everything we taught you. Just go back to who you are. Because right. that's the only thing that we've seen work was him just being the raw talent it seems that to me they got into his head too much. And I think that's why he's struggling so much.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think this is going to be definitely the best thing for him and, you know, maybe a real silver lining for this whole situation. Um, you know, I think he could definitely deal with some seasoning in the minors, no doubt about that, as I think a lot of the Cuban players, especially the ones that make money, all will make an instant splash when they come on the scene like we did, you know, or maybe kind of rushed into doing it, especially when you're in a market like L.A. Yeah. and they want a Latin player to really, you know, sell shirts about. You know, it's like maybe he's forced into it and maybe he was asked to do too much too soon. But And, you know, it's like... Hey, what's he? 25. Yeah. I was an absolute knucklehead when I was 25. I, I, as Some was of <laughs> you still in. You may be one of them, Joshua. But it's like you know, give this kid a chance because he he is a, an incredible talent. And you, you would hey, I've seen him in trade rumors, you know, and it's like wow that's the one that could really blow up some Megan you face. But I really like sending him down, especially with something like a hamstring, which, like, you can slip that by, you know, like, oh, he's got a hamstring. we got to take care of hamstrings. And then he goes down, and there's no egg on his face like it's a demotion because exactly. he's a very proud kid. He's very media savvy. Yeah. But he goes down a triple A, you know, irons out the kinks, and hopefully comes back a real productive player that can help us in a stretch run, you know?
0: Yeah, that, I agree with that. That's why I would like him to see take a few, at least a few rehab starts in the minors. Just to just to try to get back to, you know, I think when he came on the scene, he was so good so fast that he set kind of an unfair ceiling. I don't really think his ceiling is that high, but I mean, there's no reason he shouldn't be like a, you know, a 285 to two 200 to 300 hitter with, with, you know, 20 to 30 home runs. I think he can pull that off. He just needs to, you know... That's he's a pretty good player. yeah. Especially he,
1: when he's, like, uh, you know, top three in outfield assists, and he's hosing dudes and on SportsCenter every night, you
0: know? Yeah, I mean, he still makes the occasional boneheaded play like he did against the Cubs, uh, right. where he allowed Zorbers to go first to third. You know, but I think you'll live with those if he's still gunning people out. I think you can live with it. Yeah,
1: yeah I mean, the, he, he's like a, somebody that's on the field that could do something that night that you have never seen before. Exactly. And guys like that you really want to see. And people come and pay good money for tickets to do so, you know.
0: Yeah, I, I completely agree. And actually, I meant to say this earlier with Crawford being designated. Good news for you. You, uh, you love you some Austin Barnes. So Austin Barnes is back on the big league roster. <laughs>
1: love me some Austin Barnes. Love that versatility of having a third catcher uh, in the NL, you know. Uh, I love having that guy, and you know, uh, he he showed a little something in, in the uh, in the in the in the spring, and you know, I, I'd like to see a little bit more from him, you know, because he he could be something, and maybe if he shows a little something, maybe that frees up somebody to maybe be a trade chip at the deadline. And um, speaking maybe of Grandal, if he can start to hit uh, yeah, with any consistency,
0: I agree because I know he homered today, but he's only hitting one ninety. I I, mean, I don't even think he's hitting that. I might, might I might be wrong. He might be hitting like one eighty something. Yeah. And so he's got to
1: he's got to turn it around if we're going to be able to get anything for him. Yeah, you
0: know? And he let Ross, a catcher, throw a 36-year-old catcher on the Cubs, steal a base on him. That's just inexcusable. I mean, how do you not throw this guy out? I mean, Ellis can throw him out. Ellis should be able to throw that guy out from his knees and probably would. But I, I love me some David Ross, <laughs> 2013 world champion, baby. So I just I feel like. I actually I feel like Grandall is the weak link on that catcher as far as almost all around play right now. I think Ellis calls a good game. Ellis takes a lot of pitches. He's just he's his bat's slow. That's why he can't get hits. Yeah. You know, but if
1: Grandel Grandall is not hitting, it's like, come on. Yeah, why both is the it- guys are better receivers.
0: Yeah, you know, and I, 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 I'm with you. I wouldn't mind seeing Austin Barnes back there on occasion. See what he's got. He's yeah. what, twenty five, I think? Is he round twenty five, I believe?
1: Yeah. And and like also show what he can do. And if he does something, maybe he's the chip. Yeah. You know, (laughs) exactly. Because he's young and controllable. So right now he's worth more than Grindal, I would say.
0: Yeah, I think so. And uh, speaking of young guys, Urias making will make his third start on Tuesday. Um, I know he gave up. What do you think about him
1: so far? It's been a little bit of rocky road.
0: It has been a little bit rocky, but I thought against the Mets, I uh, I thought he didn't pitch too bad. I thought the strike zone got really small for him, which uh, uh, I didn't like. You know, I, when you watch that, if you go back and watch it, because I actually did, the strike zone was different for him than it was for the Mets. His was a lot smaller. Um, I mean, when they show, you know, when they show the stat cast with where the ball is placed, uh, you, can, you can see that he had a lot of balls that should have been called strikes. But I actually thought he looked pretty good against the Cubs. I know he gave up some home runs, but uh, this was trial by fire. He went up against the Mets and the Cubs, two of the best teams in the National League. You know, this was, uh, this was that's no by, joke. That's
1: by design.
0: Yeah, this was no joke. You know, and he's go- the Rockies have a strong lineup. You know, he's going up against them Tuesday. But uh, I actually, I think he's improving. I know he gave up five runs, but I actually think, I actually think he's improving. I think we're going to see a pretty good outing from him on Tuesday.
1: I, I, I mean, I, I I think you might be right. You know how I've been hopping all season about I want him to be a bullpen piece going forward, and I still think that could be the case just because he's going to get to an innings limit issue. Yeah. But, um, you know, I love the, what they did with the baptism by fire about really throwing him in there versus the cream of the crop of the league to see where this kid stands. And really, even though he pitched you know not incredible it wasn't horrific and that's still going to be a boost to his confidence his arrow's still going up confidence wise
0: oh yeah i i completely agree and i think actually i think in september you're going to see either uh cotton or de leon come up i think for the bullpen or uh the kid just came back that they also got in the trade um from the white Sox with thompson uh what's his name Uh, montez i believe is also coming back uh, he's pitching Frankie Montas Yeah he's p- he's pitching in AAA right now. So uh, I think you'll get one if not two of those guys that come up in the September call-ups for the bullpen.
1: Oh yeah. And what about De Leon? What what you feeling on him? He could help maybe in the rotation?
0: Uh De Le- I, I he can. The trouble is, I mean, do you really want to I didn't mind Stripling being up. I I don't know if I might rather have Stripling up in the rotation than De Leon. I like Stripling. I feel like De Leon might be a bullpen guy at first, and then a rotation guy. Well, I I know McCarthy's uh, McCarthy's still set to come back in July, but you don't know what you're going to get out of McCarthy. I mean, he just had true. you know, so we'll see what happens. Uh, Ryu, who knows if he's going to pitch this year? Who knows? Every time he he always he seems to take two you know a step forward, and then three back every time. So. <laughs> Who knows what'll happen there? That's why I, I think we might wind up seeing Urias up, uh, up and down. I think we're gonna see him up and down. He's gonna kind of fluctuate.
1: <laughs> yeah. What do you think about this uh, Cuban pitcher that uh, the, the Dodgers took a look at? You know anything about him? Is it Martinez?
0: Yeah, uh, there was a few teams that took a look at him. I didn't know much about him, so his session was closed, right? I don't think they. I don't believe. Um, I don't believe they filmed his session. So it's oh, all- Gutierrez. I Gutierrez. His name
1: yeah. Is, oh. yeah. Thanks, Ken. I'm getting I'm getting produced on this and uh, Joshua tonight by <laughs> my, uh, my nephew. Oh, that's good. Know?
0: Big baseball fan.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, he's a big Red Sox fan. But, you know, so where well, he's helped me out, though, he's uh he told me about the Gutierrez kid. So you, you got to give him props to that.
0: Well, yeah, I believe the Red Sox took a look at him. I think he was. Uh, they were one of the teams. <laughs>
1: that makes sense. So was this an open tryout that a bunch of teams went to?
0: Yeah, I believe so. I mean, not an
1: open tryout, but like a closed one that some teams went to.
0: Yeah, I believe that's what it was. Same thing that happened with um uh, uh what's his face? The guy you guys signed, the second baseman. Then the same thing happened.
1: Yon Moncada? Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, I
1: think you're right. I think you are correct, but I mean, it'd be nice to be a fly on that wall or that ball cap of the scout. Oh yeah,
0: to see, uh, you know, to see what he's got. Who knows? Yeah, we'll see. You know what? We have to talk about. We have to talk about Corey Seager, who has just been crushing the ball. (laughs) Two more home runs today, three, three the other day. I mean, was it three on Friday? I mean, he's he's now he's the high average on the team. He passed Aegon. So he's got the highest average, the most home runs. I mean, he's just killing the ball right now. I, I believe he is number one in WAR for shortstops in the National League. So I mean, aside from Manny Machado and you know Carlos Correa, t- looks like he took a little step back this year. So aside from Manny Machado on the Orioles, I mean, you're looking at one of the best shortstops right now.
1: I, would, I mean, obviously, throws Xander Bogarts in the mix, oh, yeah, uh, the American League. You know, he looks like he should be the all-star over there. But, Seager, we've talked all season to this point about how we are amazed, Joshua, at the poise this kid has showed at such a young age, and that doesn't seem to be going away. I mean, two more bombs today, and the kid's bat looks, uh, you know, pretty quick. I don't know <laughs> if I'm going to say Mookie bets quick, but it's pretty damn quick.
0: No, it's, it's looking, and you know what? It's looking faster. Uh, that little slump in the, you know, what was it there in uh, the beginning of May didn't seem to faze him, just came right back. So, which is good, short memory, it's what you need. So, I mean, he looks, right now he looks like the real deal. He really does.
1: No doubt. And you really just have to thank the front office brass of the Dodgers because he was the first name on every opponent's GM's lip at the deadline last year, (laughs) Uh, you know, between him and Urias and we already see Seeger uh, you know paying dividends by hanging on to him and we could just hope the same happens with uh, showing the same prudence and for uh with hanging on to Urias as well.
0: Yeah, I agree and I will. This is the only maybe the only time you'll ever hear me give Ned Coletti credit. But Coletti hung on to him through a lot. <laughs> Coletti drafted he did. him, Coletti drafted him and actually held on to him before this ownership group took over. So I will give Ned Coletti credit for that. I got. It. I don't like Coletti at all, but I will give him credit for that.
1: Hit him up on. Uh, hit him up on the Twitter. Give him some props. I'm sure he is. He does the post game show on uh, on Time Warner oh, a yes, lot he of does. the time. Uh,
0: but I, really, I would ask him about Jason Schmidt. That's still uh, that one still <laughs> stings. I believe he pitched six games total for the Dodgers in three years and made forty five million dollars. And and the Giants let him go because he was hurt. Like, they already knew what was up.
1: (laughs) I think we should send you to interview him and – wear a Jason Schmidt jersey. <laughs> I was going to do this, this one time when I interviewed Lou Goldman, like back in the nineties, I was going to wear a Jeff Bagwell jersey. And then, and then I chickened out at the last moment. But
0: oh God. It, oh, that would have been hilarious though. <laughs> it would have
1: been. been. It was like, Oh, you know, somebody was doing me a favor hooking it up. So I couldn't smack oh. it in the face but, like that. But it was a if, friend of my mother's. I would have never heard the end of it.
0: If I recall, didn't they get rid of Bagwell because they had Mo Vaughan already?
1: Uh, yes, and, uh, you know, Bagwell came up as a third baseman, so it was more the fact that we had a guy by the name of Scott Cooper who had one AL uh, all-star appearance, and he was kind of the reason we, we dealt Jeff Bagwell for Larry Anderson. And we could use a bullpen piece this year. I hope uh, it doesn't make the same mistake as uh, far but, as the Red Sox is concerned.
0: Hey, but the Red, Sox, the Red Sox got even when they got uh, Derek Lowe and uh, Jason Veritek for uh, Heathcliff's Locum. <laughs> One of the
1: best trades in Red Sox history, no doubt.
0: Uh, but uh, pivoting back to the uh, the Dodgers, uh, let's look at the upcoming week. Like I said, we got the Rockies in town. Urias uh, going uh, Tuesday, I believe. Bolsinger going uh, tomorrow. Okay, if, uh, if I can remember correctly, there. It seems to me that they, I mean, Bolsinger,
1: I-, I like him. I want to see some more out of Bolsinger. It seems like they're in a hurry to get rid of him sometimes.
0: They are, and uh, I mean, they were in a hurry to send down Stripling, and I never thought Stripling was that bad. So, what's up, sweetheart? Is that the graduate? (laughs) Oh, every
1: Martin coming in. Hello, this is the graduate, Joshua. Oh, congratulations, sweetheart.
0: Thank you.
1: Um, yeah, we're just making it work out of my sister's basement here this week. (laughs) Pressed into action because Bobby D. left us hanging. All right. Hopefully, uh, how was everybody safe at the party? Yeah. Did you have a good day today? Did you enjoy yourself? I had a wonderful day. I did enjoy myself. That's good. Right? Just to chip off the old block. You know, long hair and a red Irish nose. You know, that's it. Did you have fun? Yeah, it was fun. All right, that's cool. Do you know anything about the Dodges? Um. Hey, oh, Benny God. the Jet Rodriguez. Oh, oh, true. Right, right, all right. That's dead air. Oh, Benny and, the Jet. We'll, we'll come back to you. What about Smalls? He announces for uh, them. Go ahead, Josh. <laughs> what did you have? Sorry.
0: Oh no, we well, got I'm- we got the uh, Bullsinger, singer and my and Miyata going against the Rockies. You're gonna see. Uh, you're gonna see Kershaw Cueto Friday night in San Francisco. I think that's. Uh, that's gonna be an Cueto's ex- act. has been really strong this year.
1: Cueto has been strong. He's really uh, loved his return back to the National League, yeah. and uh, that should be a great pitching matchup.
0: And uh, oh, uh, interesting side note: it's a Giants news, but uh, Bumgarner wants in the home run derby. <laughs> oh
1: my word, let him in! That can be only good for Dodgers fans. You know, there's more chance of him fouling something up if he's in that contest than as if he isn't. You know. Oh, I, now, I, 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 I agree.
0: Man. I want him in it all day long. Let, let, him, let him screw with his swing. <laughs>
1: right? I screw with the swing or like, you know, well, no, I, God forbid you don't wish anybody ill will, but, you know, maybe it, you know, I don't know. That do, I, I can't be. The manager, Ochi can't allow that to happen.
0: Oh, I'm sure he wouldn't. But uh, uh, you said something interesting about Bolsinger, that it looks like they're trying to kind of get rid of him, <laughs> that they're almost trying to. I don't know if they're trying to force him into the pen, if they're trying to f- maybe see if they can get something for him, but I think you're right. It sounds like they're trying they're almost trying to kind of throw him out there basically for, as a trade bait. It's it looks like to me. I uh I
1: I, I just don't know. I mean, Joshua, what do you think his value is right now I mean we haven't seen him much on the on the major league level to this point I like what I've seen out of him last year in the small sample size kind of we had but you know we got if I'm a, if I'm a opposing GM I got to see something a little bit more current out of Bolsing before I really give anything up
0: for him yeah I agree with that it's just uh he's it's interesting because I agree with you I don't know what the Dodgers are doing with him uh, you know I I actually you know I mean they brought up Urias. Stripling's still hanging out there, right? Stripling's in AAA. You know, you got Stripling there. You got, you got Montes there. You got um, De Leon there. You know, you bring up Urias. You got Bolsinger. I mean, I know they're trying to fill holes because Wood, uh, Wood's more hurt than they thought. Wood looks like he'll be out at least a month now. Okay. So uh, that hurts because Wood was pitching solid, you know, until he got hurt. Yep. So, um, you know, right now you kind of got, you're leaning on Kershaw, Kazmir, and Maeda. And you're just hoping your four or five guys kind of show you something. Uh, but but it, I don't think yeah, yeah, yeah. hasn't had a bad outing. Who I, hasn't? The Bolsinger. I don't think he's had a bad outing. I mean, he's one and two, but he, I don't think he's ever, he hasn't been hammered like in any start.
1: No, to so. this point, you know, um, you know, I, I think he deserves to be in there until he gets blown up. You know, he hasn't shown me anything that says that he doesn't deserve this opportunity. And I really think some of the uh, post game interviews I've seen with him, I re- he's a guy that I really like his competitive spirit. He's got some fire in him. So I think guys like that really are kind of better than the sum of their parts. And I think Bullsinger could be a guy like that. And when you're looking at, you know, the beginning of the season when we looked at the Dodgers and there was all those, like, kind of you know, retread veterans like the who knew if Ryu was coming back after that long an absence and like, uh, you know, Brett Anderson and McCarthy and guys <laughs> like this. All right, well, w- and we knew in the back of their head that maybe these guys won't be coming back. And so young guys like, you know, Bullsinger and Stripling and maybe this Montas kid it, are the guys we're going to have to lean on. And there's going to be a tremendous opportunity for these kids to come up and uh, you know, show show what they got.
0: Yeah, and you know, look at the youth movement right now. You got Trace Trace looking solid. You got uh, you got Jacques is still hot and cold, but uh, you know, with Seager and Trace kind of really killing the ball right now. Uh, you know, you're looking you're looking younger. I mean, the the Dodger that r- really needs to get on track with his bat is Justin Turner. Justin Turner really needs to get on track because. He was a big part of their offense last year, and right now, I mean, he is really struggling. I don't know if he still has knee issues uh, from the from the bum knee, but he is he is a Dodger who has to get on track. You know, yeah. Go, you know, we were worried about Gonzo there for a little bit, but he, you know, Agon came back nice and strong. He looks okay now. Now it's Turner. Turner kind of needs to. Turner and and to a lesser extent Kendrick, both of them.
1: Yeah, like and see... I think you talked about Kendrick maybe getting some at-bats in left field earlier, Yeah, and I think he could be maybe be in the mix of third base as well.
0: Yeah, you know? just, to, uh, just until what, one of those guys definitely has to get going. One of them does.
1: I think with the way things shakes out right now, you're looking at, like, three guys with two positions between Turner, Kike, and uh, Kendrick between that left field, third base mix.
0: Yeah, and it's just, uh, I mean... If someone gets hot, I think you're just going to have to ride the hot bat for a while. Absolutely. If, if one of those... And you hope you hope that's Turner. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, cuz I like Turner a lot, you know? I mean, for a guy who they originally brought in as a utility player, he's he's been really good for the Dodgers.
1: He's been a great acquisition for the Dodgers. Yeah. He was really kind of a buy-low guy <laughs> that they they got from the Mets and uh, you know, he he's really been an incredible find for them. And you know, as you know even though we talk about here in the Dodgers weekly, I it's no uh uh, secret that I'm a Red Sox fan And the Red Sox were in on the Justin Turner sweepstakes as well And lost out to the Dodgers on that one So that's that's a bit a pill <laughs> well, but, he's, uh, he's
0: from Long Beach, that's probably why he lost out <laughs> LBC, LBC, you know But he, I, I really would like he to see
1: baseball him. in the summer here in Boston It's gorgeous
0: <laughs> I would like to see him get on track Because he's a bat they're going to need Especially if they're going to make a run If they are going to make a run into the playoffs He's a bat they need now, something I've he heard- was
1: great in the playoffs last year. He was, you know, probably our most consistent hitter.
0: And and uh, this is something that's been floating out there a little bit is um, Ryan Braun potentially coming to the Dodgers. Now he's he's still owed, I believe, ninety five million wow. over 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 what four years? I think it's still owed. But wow. is, isn't he second in the National League in hitting right now?
1: That's a huge bat coming over.
0: Yeah. Now. Is it worth it to bring Braun over? That's the question. To me,
1: I, I, I'm a little scared, you know, because of the whole thing coming out. I mean, if they start coming out with a, a, a rule where your contract can be voided, if you end up getting PEDs because he's got that history, I don't think it's a gamble you can take until that's passed. You know, then you can get the guy's production. If he is suspended, you can get out of the money. But if you're on the hook for that tab... And this guy can't be mashing for you when you line up on a daily basis. It's it's not a risk. I think uh, I'd be willing to take.
0: What if I mean, what would it take to get him? What the Dodgers would have to give us someone. Who would they have to give up? Do you think to get Braun? Because now you've cut Crawford, so you don't have to worry about taking that money back because you're going to pay him out. So I mean, would potentially Ethier? Would they take someone like Ethier? But he's on the DL, so you know, would you make him take that and throw in? I mean, I I would I don't think they would give up a De León, but they might be willing to give up a Montez or a Cotton for him. I mean, I I think
1: (laughs) you're gonna probably have to lose two out of the three of those three between uh, Montez, Cotton, and uh, who was else you said?
0: Uh, Montez, Cotton, and De 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 León. Yeah.
1: You probably have to give two or three out of those two or three of those, and uh, and make them take. I I don't think Ethia, they want any any part of him.
0: Yeah, I, I. I don't know. It's just uh, I've heard, you know, I've heard it floated around out there a little bit, uh, you know, in the rumor mill that, you know, one that Braun is, the Brewers are looking to move him number one, yeah, and that two, you know, I mean,
1: well, in a Braun deal, it might be a case where it's just to make the money work because, like, what is Tier making, you know?
0: He's still owed about thirty, maybe. I don't think he's owed quite as much as Crawford. I think he's owed about thirty million, roughly. For another two years. He's still on the hook for two years. So, yeah, I mean, to make the money work, you'd have to do that. But I agree with you. You'd probably have to give up two of those guys. Because I, I don't think they'd give up uh, Grant Holmes or anyone like that in single A right now. I don't think right. they'd be willing to part with one of those guys. I think Barnes it, could be
1: a piece in a trade.
0: Yeah. if uh, if they it, Maybe they brought up Barnes to show what he can do. Yeah. Who knows? Uh, I mean, I...
1: I be- because I said, a lot of what... Uh, it's a fire sale in Milwaukee, and the guy they really looks like is also going to be traded besides Braun is Jonathan Lucroy. And so that could be an opening there for a catcher. So yeah. Bonds could be a guy they're even seeking. Or maybe they could take Grandal off uh, our hands. Know,
0: you know, I mean, come on. the guy He let David Ross steal a base. I still can't get over that. I, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, uh, it's one of those things where I believe like A.J. Ellis could have been on his knees and thrown the guy out. You know, Ellis is great at throwing out base runners. He's, uh, what was he, top three last year, I believe, in the National League and throwing guys out. That's impressive. You know, I I would like to see, if Dahl's not giving you the bat, I would rather see Barnes or Ellis in the game.
1: No question. You know? And, you know, D. Ross, I mean, props to him. I love him showing the wheels out there. <laughs> and also props on getting his uh, 100th career home run a few weeks ago. Uh, I mean, that guy, I mean, I'll always love that guy. <laughs>
0: Funny enough, He's, not not the oldest catcher to steal a base. Rick Dempsey at forty one stole a base. Oh, 88
1: Dodgers. Uh, I
0: don't know if it was. You think it? Uh, Where did he go? Didn't he go somewhere after the Dodgers?
1: Oh, I can't imagine. He was really old with that eighty eight team. Yeah,
0: I know he was old with that team. Because he was Man. already he was already. Didn't they with, let him wear a
1: windbreaker on the bases?
0: I think they did. He was already the backup to Socha. I mean, he was already a backup at that point too. That's a pull <laughs> by me. That's a pull. <laughs> uh, I remember that 88 well. I do believe you're right. I think they let it wear the uh, way. Uh, wow,
1: I didn't know that was <laughs> you straight out of you know where. Josh. I, I just that, that that came in like a vision. I heard Vince Scully and Joe Garagiola talking and then I saw Rick Dempsey in a windbreaker on first.
0: Uh, Vince Scully gave a nice little uh, speech about uh, Muhammad Ali. Uh, oh, nice. I a, missed that. If you can if you can people uh, look that up on uh, on YouTube on Google uh, look it up. It's a nice little, you know, you a nice little thing to say about uh, Muhammad Ali. Oh man, so, R.I.P.
1: to the greatest.
0: So that was, uh, that you know, it was a nice little tribute, and it's Vince Gully, So you know, if if you have, please, uh, please, Google him reading the grocery list. <laughs> that is awesome. We're going to
1: come into the, some shows with that, I think, going <laughs> forward. So, I love that.
0: But uh, so. Um, yeah, I I heard Now here's an interesting question that was brought up to me uh by a, a friend of mine. And I I had to ponder it for a while. It was Are the Dodgers playing to win this year?
1: Uh that's a great question. And oh, you know, <laughs> I mean, it didn't seem like they were playing to win last year because they hung on to Seager and Urias. Uh, it gave you the indication that they weren't doing that, but that's obviously as we talked earlier in the program, you know, we both believe it's been a good move to show patience in that in that regard. But, you know, it's like I think some of the guys that are on their constant their uh current roster just have to play better. So you just don't have to make any I don't wanna call it knee jerk because it's a long season, there's nothing really knee jerk, but moves at the deadline that, that you're gonna regret. Yeah,
0: because you would think that if If you really were going for it, then the Ryan Braun move would make a lot of sense. If you were really going, we want to win full out this year, let's get that bat in there because he's consistent and we don't have any consistent bats in our lineup. Okay, well, tell me this.
1: Say we trade for Ryan Braun. um, I mean, Trace Thompson's probably in that deal because where else would he play? Or would
0: would Puig be in that deal?
1: Or would Puig be in that deal?
0: That's the question. It's an interesting. Well, this was also before they cut. This was also before they designated Guerrero and Crawford. That's a lot of money too. It's got to be at least what forty million, maybe more. Probably closer to fifty that you're just you're just writing a check for. That you because who's going to take those guys in a trade? Guerrero, you know, he was supposed to have a good bat, but what was he hitting one eighty in the minors this year? Yeah, you know. I mean, (laughs) you know,
1: the Dodgers are printing money. It's nothing to them. I mean, what's Carrero's twenty million over two years? You yeah know? It's like that's that's really kind of nothing these days. Like every schmo down the street's making ten million a year. and oh, yeah. it's like I mean the the Crawford money's a lot, but you just have to take yeah. solace in the fact you're like two years away from being out from under that. So when you talk about like, are they playing for now? I really think they should probably, and I hate to say it, maybe like Dodgers fans don't want to hear it. But maybe they should be playing for two years from now when those guys come off the books. And, you know, maybe our uh, young talent shows a little bit of whiz. Maybe a Frankie Montas shows that he's a major league piece, yeah. you know, and perhaps De Leon in that period of time, you know, before you maybe trade them, uh, you know, well, for the next. Yeah, because
0: they're, they're always going to be competitive, but being competitive and, and playing to win are two different things. So it's that's why it was a question, you know, That we it was kind of kicking around this this week, and then when they cut Crawford and they cut, well not cut but designated whatever we we all we all know that that's basically cutting them. So (laughs) you know when they when they designated Guerrero and Crawford, I was kind of like, well that that was interesting. That shows to me that they they want to win. And then I looked at the other side of that coin, going, or they just want to show off guys who are playing right now, right? To maybe try to get something for them. You know, it's with this with with Friedman up there. You don't know what you don't know. What's what? It's hard to say what's what with him because you don't know. They value the young talent so much. So, you know, it's really kind (laughs) of a
1: similar thing uh, that's actually going on with the Red Sox right now, where you've had a recent regime change. So these guys that are coming up to the major league level, they're either a like you say being showcased for trade bait or really just kind of seeing what you got you know and seeing if this is a guy that can help you and if he's going to be in your plans moving forward but you know when you have a new regime coming in they're they're gonna they're gonna shake it up and they're gonna like not worry about pulling the trigger on trades for guys they didn't bring in themselves you know
0: yeah exactly so it's it's curious to see you know kind of I'm curious to see how the season plays out if I, I wasn't expecting them to make the playoffs remember I said they'd probably get about 85 wins this year which I don't think will get you in the playoffs this year especially not the wild card not the way the Cubs and the Pirates the Washington and the Mets you know so but I do think I do think with this young group of guys you know getting getting over 500 is big which means that some of them are coming around like Seager is now I mean you still want to get Peterson on track yeah, he's still a little hot and cold. And, and to tell you the truth, with the way Trace is playing, although Peterson had a nice play today in center field, but yeah, I would, I might dangle Peterson out there and see if someone wants to take him, just yeah. to see. You know, he's still young; he's only 23. But just to see what kind of, you know, maybe someone bites. Who knows? He's definitely
1: not untouchable, and it <laughs> seems like he had more shine on him when he was that prospect in triple a and, you know, he came up and hit a lot of home runs last year, but you know, he's come back to earth a little bit. And like, you know, uh, I, if we got the right, right things back, you know, yeah, exactly, uh, I, I wouldn't be sad to see him go.
0: No, especially now when you have a capable center fielder in uh trace Thompson. Yeah. A, I think
1: he can play center.
0: Cause I, I think, I actually think the upper management is really liking trace. I mean, they did make that. I, I mean, it looked like they just facilitated that move for Frazier, uh, you know, for Todd Frazier at the beginning. But I mean, they right. they sought they sought out Thompson and sought out Montes, so it's it's curious to see what winds up happening.
1: Well, and Mike was saying it's like with the regime change, these are you know recent moves that were done by this new regime. So I really think these guys are going to have the leg up, the you know the Thompsons in the montages, as far as like, you know, getting an opportunity to move forward. Cause Hey, it's like, we brought these guys in, yeah. <laughs> look at what they're doing for our ball club. You know,
0: you know, and, and talk about, you know, Tra- I, I love talking about Trey Thompson cause he wasn't even going to be on the roster until guys got hurt, you know, right. and now he's earned his, his spot. Now he's playing every day. I mean, I love those stories. I love when that happens to, to guys, you know, when they just work hard, they earn that spot and now they're everyday players. Yes. And I really
1: think it has a lot to do with, you know, he kind of almost comes in under the radar a little bit. You know, he had a little cup of coffee with the White Sox last year. Didn't come up to much fanfare, you know. And, like, that's something that Pui didn't have. It's like the fanfare's there right off the back because he's a Cuban. Yeah. And, you know, he's built like he is and runs like the wind. And it's like... Wow, this Annie Care got off to that terrific start. So, it's almost like the 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 expectations for him are just like unattainable. And you look at a guy like Trace that has potentially as much talent and like is just being able to kind of find his own way. I I really think it's kind of underestimated how important that is to a young player to be able to just kind of grow it on his own steam, you know?
0: Oh, yeah, I agree. And I agreed with, um, you know, when when you look at Puig's background and how he even got here, you know, it's a little unfair that the expectations we put on him. He was not going to be as good as he was when he came up. Right. All right. That's about all the time we have, Mike. I will say goodbye to you.
1: Okay. All right. We're gonna see you next week, Joshua. Right? Yes, you I'll will. I'll be on here, or uh, you know, we'll do the Skype thing again. We'll we'll definitely be talking uh, Dodgers baseball next week at uh, nine p.m. <laughs> West Coast time, and uh, 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 go Dodgers! All
0: right, have fun over there while you're back home.
1: <laughs> I appreciate it, Joshua. Thank you very much.
0: All right, Dodger fans, that's a wrap. We'll uh, we'll see you next week.